0: If there's no meaning to it, or if you're looking for an end, you'll, you'll probably quit, right? Like if you start with fitness, just because, you know, you, everybody else is doing it, and you just want to not be the person in the group that doesn't look as good as you're not going to last, you're just doing it for weird reasons, rather than like, I really want to do this for me because I want to be healthy real business, owner, real business owner.
1: whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation that's really what real business owners is man like we don't care where you come from yeah. where are you going
0: our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you
1: have to make or the money that you have to lose you want to be an entrepreneur you want to be successful don't give
0: up you learn adjust and continue to move forward
1: welcome back to another episode of the real business owners podcast hello everybody it's me again and trevor (laughs) kel and trevor
0: coming through kilo trev dog well i would say welcome to another (laughs) badass version of the real business owners podcast because we have sunshades on
1: i know dude we're we're really cool today feels fucking
0: cool dude i don't care who you are when you put on a nice pair of shades you feel cooler when you put on a brand new pair of shoes you feel
1: cooler. I dude. never wear them, dude. I bought these for that wedding in my backyard because the sun was so bright. And I was like, I do need to start wearing them more, though, because my wife's been pointing out my crow's feet and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I've never been a sunglass wearer because I always lose them. But I'm going to try not to lose this pair. And if I don't lose them, maybe I'll buy a nice pair. You know, like these are just dude, $75 I, quays. Maybe I'm going to get rid of sunglasses because I think the crow's feet on dudes look good cool yeah i'm going for the george clooney if you're look. Wa- i'm waiting for my hair to turn gray well if you watch too, yellowstone
0: you know? dude what's his name uh what's the main character's name in yellowstone
1: i <sighs> know the dad dude it's uh oh,
0: god it ain't kurt russell it's the same thing though you guys <laughs> grew up in the same era
1: but god who is it i i'm drawing a blank too. he's one of the biggest actors ever i can't remember his name dude it's because you asked I know. By the end of this podcast, I'm going to see if our
0: brains figure it out. (laughs) Remembering Um, celebrities' names is not (laughs) our strengths. Uh, It was mine in that one game. Uh, (laughs) No, it was the morning routine, their morning routine. Um, But yeah, I, I like the little crow's feet look. It looks like experience. What's his name, um, Nick? What's his name? Tell me. Costner? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah. What did I say? All the chicks love him. Kurt uh, Russell. Russell. Same thing. <laughs> it's old dogs. Same thing. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Willis. Bruce, yeah, same guy. They could have all played the character because of their crow's feet. <laughs> They're all in Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> Probably. Know. <laughs> Mission Impossible Die Hard,
1: something. I don't know. Uh, um, that's exactly what we're going to talk about a little bit today because we were talking about it yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, two days ago. And we were talking about... Because I've read a couple books on this, right? Um, yeah. Well, this book I'm reading right now just kind of highlights on it. and But I've read this book called Strength Finder 2.0, and Trevor and I were talking about it, and, and Trevor's like, you know, I struggle with that because, you know, the whole concept of the book is quit trying to double down on your, on your weaknesses and double down on your strengths because that's where you're going to get more success in your life and whatever you're trying to succeed at if you are just naturally your your natural abilities are are stronger in certain areas but you're always trying to increase your your weaknesses like you're going to be far less successful than if you double down on strengths that's kind of the concept of the book and yeah. and trev was like well you know and he's kind of
0: i said i always i've always not had a disagreeing problem. with it but you, you don't I have fully a, I, agree with yes, it right i have my qualms with it right yeah. I, my issues i've i think everybody listening to the podcast has heard you know, the, the, the variation of somebody say, Hey, double down on your strengths, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Hire somebody that's whatever with your weaknesses. Right. And, and, and the issue that I have with this is there's so many things that I had labeled as a weakness, (laughs) right. Um, that I just didn't give any time or attention to, I didn't give effort or intent to try to be great or good at that thing. So therefore, since I really didn't give it intent or effort, I shouldn't expect to be good at that thing, Yeah. Um, but when I did give it true effort, I ended up becoming good at that thing, right? Yeah. And so I have a tough, tough time because some people will just label themselves as, oh, that's a weakness. Like that. this book I read said, don't do that because I'm, I'm just not good at that. Yeah. Like what if somebody's weakness is running? Right but they've never really tried to become a runner or the example that I gave you as a reader, right? I would, and I guarantee you, there's a lot of people listening to this that could vibe with this. And I know Kel was the exact same way when he first tried to combat the old version of Kel that didn't read and turn the version of Kel that he is today into a reader, right? right? He would open up a book just like me. You would go down, scroll through the page, Mm -hmm. you get to the bottom, you read every word, but nothing hits. Right, You don't even remember what you just read right. or what it's trying to. So you start at the top and you do it again. And you, you do that two or three times. You shut the book and throw it off to the side and say, I'm not a reader. Right. Okay. You, you labeled yourself as that. Therefore you're going to live up to that for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I did that and it was, When somebody oh, you, no, I'm not a reader. I I, I don't read. I'll do podcasts or I'll do this or or I'll do, yeah, I'm I'm more of a visual or, you know, of course I was more of a visual because that was the easier route to go down Mm -hmm. to try to get information because for me, reading was hard. Now, is it a weakness because it's hard? That's really the question. No, it was a weakness because I never tried to do
1: it. Right. People don't know what their weaknesses are until they explore right correct so I think that there is and you know and I can't remember dude strength finder 2.0 was actually a book I read years ago and it did open my eyes and there's a whole personality test you take in there which will tell you the gist of like areas that your your strengths are you're in and then what your weaknesses are in you know and so and, and it's broken down into like maybe you're a weak communicator but you're a strong you know, I don't know. I can Action remember. taker. Right. You're, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right? You, right? You're
0: heavy on taking action, but you don't communicate But it doesn't well.
1: give you like fine tune, like, well, you're a bad communicator in writing, but you're great at speed Like it doesn't break it down in fine yeah. details, right? General. It's kind general. of like these general things. These are your strengths. These are your weaknesses. This is kind of what you should double down on. But, you know, some of the analogies that it gives in there make really great points, okay? So first of all, when you identify what a weakness is, you can't improve it. It's just, you can only improve it to a certain level. But if you have a natural ability, that's a strength, you can increase that by doubling down on it by tenfold. Right. Mm. And so you take somebody like maybe a Tom Brady or something, right? Like if he would have doubled down to be a better runner, right? Like he can get better. He can get faster through workouts and strength training and all these things. Right. But he can't get to a What's a Derrick Henry level of speed or some shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not going to be a receiver. He's not going to be a running back. He's not he going to be a Michael down. Vick of a
0: quarterback right. or one of the ones that can scramble or mm-hmm. whatever. His it strengths is.
1: are communicating. His strengths are leadership. His strengths are in his arm. His, you know what I mean? So he doubles down on his strengths of like leading this team and obviously becomes one of the greatest, right? But he's not. He didn't spend his time working out trying to become faster than his receivers and his running backs. And you know what I mean? Like he focused Mm. on doubling down his strengths. And so that was kind of the concept. And and that's my own analogy to Tom Brady. That's not in the book, but that's the concept of the book is like, you can improve your weaknesses, but you're going to spend so much time trying to go from a three to a four when you could go from an eight to a fucking 15. You know what Mm. I mean? In where you're strong, where your natural abilities are is Mm. what you're
0: saying. You're taking the same amount of effort to get strong on your weak area, which is going to, Yes, you'll move the needle, but this, yeah. you'll you'll move the entire universe yeah. and shift your abilities completely in terms of the area that you're already strong. Exactly. And so, but our, but earlier I was talking about reading, you know, going yeah. down, shutting the book. I'm not a reader. I read every single day now. So now I am a reader. What used to be a weakness of mine is now a strength of mine, yeah, right? and an um, enjoyment and, and uh, an all enjoy- these things, yes, right? It's and you're peaceful, getting
1: better at it and you're like, I'm reading multiple books at a time. I would never have done that before
0: ever, let alone one. Right. <laughs> right. You know, picking up one was, you know, something that yeah. was very, very uncommon, probably just four or five years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you're reading multiple books. Right. And so you've turned something that was a weakness into your strength. And so, and, and we talked about this prior to hopping on, look, my older brother, he's an amazing artist. He's great with his, he could take what's in his mind and yeah. put it on a piece he's of a paper creative with detail. Mm-hmm. Right, like I could see a horse in my mind, and it's gonna have stick legs and a circle body (laughs) and a circle head with a couple ears. Like that's his. That's my extent. And so, I I understand what it's trying to say, but and I have issues with it. Mm -hmm. Like, and so I think that there's certain things. Like, am I if I double down on basketball at five seven? Am I going to make the? There's a probability that it may happen it's highly unlikely no matter how much time or effort that I put in that I may not play in the league at five, seven. Now, have there been people to do it? Absolutely. Is it possible? Yes. The amount of time, effort, and consistency that I'd have to put in for even it to become a slight possibility would be massive, but the same effort, that I would use to try to become a a professional NBA player doing something different, maybe I took that same time and effort and focused on becoming the best marketer in the entire world or the best salesperson in the entire world because I have a natural gift of gab in terms of my ability to communicate with other people. So if I took the same effort uh, that I take over here Mm -hmm. trying to become an NBA basketball player at 5'7 and came over here to become the best salesman in the world or the best marketer in the world, I'm probably going to see far more success in my life in that area. And the probability of success is way great because I'm already good at communicating. But how can I get better at it? So I understand it in some areas. But the one thing that I get frustrated by is I just don't want people to utilize that as an excuse not to do the thing that they're weak at, that just they could it's be good right. if they did it, but because it's difficult, they pull right. back. It's difficult
1: right? and you don't enjoy it. So there's that saying like, you know, um, people like what they're good at, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's a first telltale sign yeah. of like, maybe what are some strengths, right? Like. You know, like, I didn't ever know I was going to be good at sales, yeah. dude. Like, I was a construction worker with my dad. We actually made fun of some of the telemarketing guys in town that we knew that were acting like big times. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, you know, whatever. I, I couldn't believe. It. it actually took a weird, like, uh, humble position Experience. to be like, yeah. you know, that whole trip to Vegas with the buying the car and, you know, with Jeremy Johnson and his dudes and, like, flashing all the money. I was like, it took this really weird moment for me. Like, I should just try it, right? Mm. Well, I was good at it fast. Like, I was, I was yeah. making double what I was making as a construction worker really quickly. And so you I had liked a natural it. Natural
0: knack for sale. Yeah, I had
1: no idea. And I never yeah. thought I would be. And then, like, all of a sudden I liked it, right? And since I liked it, I invested more into it. But you're right. Like, if you are trying to invest into something that you really don't like and you're immediately just labeling it as like a weakness, that's wrong too, right? Because you don't know if you're going to be a great reader until you actually sit down and read and get better at it. Everything takes practice, right? Uh, So
0: So we never enjoyed reading. We never
1: enjoyed reading. It was like we weren't that type of personality. We weren't trying to feed our brains. Now we have a more motivation for it because why we want to give more content we want to give more value we want to learn more we want to lift up our employees take our businesses to the next level all these things so now we're like we're reading but we have a reason for reading so then we're finding out we enjoy it and then we're finding out oh we're actually pretty good at it Mm -hmm. i'm actually retaining more i'm reading multiple books now i'm grasping things i'm reading quicker right so but we had to get to a point where it's like we wanted to improve at that because it was going to enhance all these other areas of our life. Therefore you kind of enjoy it.
0: Will you Google real quick, Nick, um, the chemical, uh, that's released in your brain for learning. So what, you're, what you just barely described, how Kel just said, well, w- well, the reason why we do it now is because we could tie it to s- some things mm-hmm. that are meaningful. We can yeah. extract information and we can give it to other people. We could serve at a higher level. We're becoming greater for our business and, and our employees and ourselves and our families, right? And so we're, it wasn't necessarily just reading just because we just want to kill time. Yeah right? We tied it to something that was of importance. So therefore, we were able to overcome this thing that yeah. used to be a weakness, because we knew if we overcome this weakness, that we could become greater. Did it, uh, uh, glutamate. glutamate, there's a different one. I'm just drawing a blank right now. There's, a, there's <laughs> another one in the, in the brain book. But What it says is, what it states is, if this chemical does not exist in the mind while you're trying to learn, you will not learn. Um, And this chemical is only released when you tie it to something that is of meaning to you. Mm -hmm. And so when your kids are sitting in a classroom and it's boring as hell, and they're just like, I can't retain anything. I can't retain. When the book example that I gave earlier, I'm going down it and not retaining anything, and I shut it. And then I do that again again but I wasn't really tying it to much. I just, I was trying to become better as a human, right? right? Like I wanted to learn how to read because I felt dumb because I didn't read a lot. And people that I looked up to said, reading is good for you. So I'm like, oh, well, they said reading is good for you. I should at least put some effort towards that to see if I can get value out of that. Right. Right. Um, And eventually what they basically said is if you're having a tough time studying or whatever for an exam, you have to constantly remind yourself why you're doing it in the mm. bigger picture so that the re- that chemical release and what happens is the plasticity in that area of your brain softens up so that the information can soak absorb, in, absorb, absorb yeah. in greater. And if that chemical does not exist in that moment, the information that you're being fed because it doesn't excite you yeah. or it's not tied to something meaningful to you, it just
1: doesn't absorb. Right, right. makes and total so, sense. And, yeah,
0: and what you were saying, hey, well, we tied it to this, mm-hmm. and that's exactly. Like, bro, I'll what never read is. a Harry
1: Potter book. I used to see those kids in, yeah. like, even when I was out of high school. But you see the nerdy kids, like, do you just sit down and read for hours a Harry Potter book or a romance novel. It's like there is no meaning to me for that, right? Yeah. Like, I don't read to just kill time. Read because I thoroughly enjoy reading. I like to read things that I'm Improving. generally interested in improving yeah. you know what i mean in, in our life and and that that makes total sense dude
0: and 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 look, look look here's the deal there's some people that that don't have the same brains as us and they like more of a fantasy land or whatever it's kind of a getaway and they get to go into the book and go in, and i'm 100% cool with that because right. at least they're reading versus watching tv or well bro doing and some, they, they um, that, that might productive. be their strength like yeah. maybe
1: they are a creative and yeah. maybe they are amazing storytellers and by reading it these that up. you know fiction novels and things like that like well then maybe that helps them enhance their life because they it gives them the ability to become more of a creative storyteller. Well obviously they're tying you know?
0: some sort of meaning to yeah. it because that's why they're into it like yeah. the question you know and, and really that's that's what it comes down to for anything and it, if there's no meaning to it or if you're looking for an end yeah. you, you'll you'll probably quit right like if you start with fitness just because you know you everybody else is doing it and you just want to not be the person in the group that doesn't look as good as you're not going to last. Right. You're just doing it for weird reasons rather than like, I really want to do this for me because I want to be healthy anytime right. that it's for the wrong reasons, right? That chemical's not going to exist and we're not going to learn or follow through or do the things 100%. that we know that we should be doing. Um, And that's why it's so, so important to understand the whys behind what it is that you're doing, right?
1: Um, I think that's a huge part of it. But I think, honestly, we are all wired uh, in similar ways, but we are all wired differently. And some of it's genetics and some of it's personality and some of it's all these things, right? There is a way to figure out, like, what your strengths are and make those better decisions. Right. But you do have to be disciplined enough in your own mind or your own self-awareness to be like, well, am I bad at reading? Am I bad at these things? Or do I just not like it because it's hard? Could I actually be really, really great at it if I quit being lazy and quit labeling it? You know what I mean? There is, there is all those factors. And just like, man, when I was talking to Jeff DeSharm not too long ago, I'm like, Dude, I actually really want because I was. So, the new book I've been reading is The Four Hour Work Week. I never read that book. I know yeah. it's an old classic, yeah. but he starts hitting on that about how that changed the game for him by delegating and outsourcing to where he could finally just be more of like the copywriting, whatever, for his brand. And it took his company brain quick into like way new heights. And yet, even though he went from doing way less in his business and only focused on what he was good at in his business and what he liked, it gave that business so much ability and, and so much. It scaled so rapidly that he ended up getting gobbled up and purchased, right? And it was like this crazy awakening for him that he was like, man, I was just sick of being owned by my business. And I wanted to travel the world and do all these amazing things. And so, finally, I get to a point of like, screw it. I'm delegating all this out. I'm only going to work on this area that I like, and I'm going to go travel the world. He moved to Europe for a year and a half, and he just literally was doing the th- only one thing for his business, which is the thing he liked and the thing he was the best at, and boom, his business exploded, right? And so I'm like, okay. But he didn't know that until he knew it, right? Like he Well,
0: no, he didn't know it because he he tolerated it for a long enough right. period of time and you said he was he doing got 15 so hour days to go it. into
1: four, or five hour weeks, weeks you know. Right. So yeah. he got
0: so sick of it that change ensued. Yeah. Right. I think people are ignoring the things that they're sick of. They're not paying attention enough to their life to understand what's bogging them down. Right. I think individuals, as long as they as long as they hurry right in the moment that they're not doing something, go straight to the phone or go right. straight to the TV or go straight so somewhere to distract the mind to where they're not having to think. Right. Right. There are, I guarantee, three or four things that everybody that's listening to this has the ability to remove from their life Mm -hmm. so that they can free themselves of these weird mental shackles that we don't even know that we're carrying around because we're not asking ourselves those questions. Because right when we have the free opportunity to really sit with ourselves and say, huh, what is it in life right now that's causing me the most stress or pain or angst or, you know, what, in that guy's situation, he got so fed up, that he made a very, very extreme change. The question is, is what are you fed up with right Right. now that you're not changing? What is it really going to take for you to get your health in order or your business in order or your personal finances in order or your Mm -hmm. relationship in order? When are you going to invest the time that you need to invest in the area that you're weak? Instead of investing the time, your free time, in areas that distract the mind from all of your weaknesses, right? This is a big distraction game and people need to get rid of the distractions and go inward and say, something's causing me angst, pain, or struggle right now. It doesn't matter who it is, what it is, how it figure out what it is and start subtracting free the load from yeah. your shoulders and subtract two or three things from your life, right. whether it's, you know, going out every single weekend, you know, do it once a month, right? Like start making those micro changes in the areas that you know will serve you. And over a long enough period of time, one micro change will turn into two, then turn into three, then turn into four. And the next thing you know, 12 years later, you have a podcast with Homie and you're (laughs) crushing it, right? So one incremental change leads to a lot of amazing things. But if you don't change, nothing has the ability to change. Do not discount one minor change in what it has the ability to do in your entire life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing, man. If you're running an organization and you got a lot of people in your organization, here was an aha that I had from reading this book. And the whole reason I even brought this topic up to you the other day was because I'm sitting here listening to this audio book of the four hour work week. And then I, i Physically read the old book, Strength Finder 2.0. Yeah. In that book, there's a personality test, right, that you can take to identify strengths to double down on. But this guy's just telling a story in his audiobook of, like, what he did. And, and really, it came down to him doubling down on his strengths. But then I started thinking about all the people in our company. And I'm like, okay, we need to do that personality test that, that Jeff's HR company presented to us mm. I, I, that was my aha moment and then yeah. that's the whole reason I ended up deciding to want to maybe talk about it on a podcast because I'm like we need to know and you need to be open-minded to that because like take Tyler he, he's just been with us for a long time and he's been badass at whatever he's done yeah. but like what if he's not the best at running a team and he's better at systems and, and processes for example I don't know But maybe that personality test will help us identify that a little bit more. And that's what the whole point of it is. Well, isn't that what we're
0: doing right now as we speak? We're literally just putting people in positions to where they can thrive, right? Right. Right. Um, And creating.
1: And we are pretty good. We both have a skill of seeing, like, things that people are naturally good at. So I think we're spot on in, in areas. But, like, maybe our higher level leadership teams, like, maybe we can identify little things where we can actually, like, put them in a better position to win because we took this test and we figured out like, dude, you're better. You're actually better at the, you're good at these things and you're not great at these things, but you're really naturally gifted at these things. How can we double down? Not only are they going to win more, but our entire company is going to win more. Right. And so I'm like, man, maybe we need to do that because I remember that personality test. And I remember like, and this guy's like kind of bringing it back to the service through his audio book. And then We not too long ago had the opportunity to do that person. I'm like, man, maybe we need to do all of that just so we can double down on more strengths.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's about extracting data. We'd be absolute idiots to believe that, you know, what we think to be true is 100% actual truth, right? right? Um, And when you live a life like that, you're far more open-minded to being wrong, right? Um, and, and, And- I I really think, you know, what you're talking about when I just barely said, well, it's just about data, right? We're extracting data. Exactly. Isn't that what everybody does in their business is they're trying to extract data, Mm -hmm. the X's and O's, right? right? So they can dot the I's and cross their T's in their company. But the funny thing is, is when it comes to the other side of it with humans. A business is more about humans than it is just as much as it is systems and processes, mm-hmm. right? It's true. So what are the humans like that are operating in those systems and processes? Are they all set up to succeed in those systems and processes with the job that they they do or whatever their, their duties are with inside your organization? And so I feel like we're getting to the process of really leaving no stones unturned, trying absolute <laughs> anything and everything that we can to get better uh, internally, whether it's through sales, whether it's through fulfillment, whether it's through the managing style, whether it's through just getting to know how an individual ticks to their core, where their strengths are, Uh, So that we can put people in a position to win and succeed. There's been many times in our business where we've shifted people around, like, oh, you're not the best at sales here. Come over here and do some fulfillment stuff. Oh, you're not the best at this. Why don't you come over here and do Mm -hmm. this? Oh, I know we hired you for the front desk, but here, we're going to put you over here back in this department because you're just a great personality. Right. Or whatever it is, we just move pieces around, right? Isn't that the coach's job is to move pieces around Mm -hmm. and put the team in a position to win, but also put the individual in a position to win at a high level. Because if the coach put Shaquille O'Neal, I think I've used this before, at the three-point line and said, shoot, you're our guy. You're the game-winning... That would be absolutely idiotic because everybody knows... Yeah. Shaq's weaknesses is shooting the ball, right? (laughs) He's great at being tall and dunking, you know, and pulling down rebounds and bodying people up. So put him in a position to win by having him do those things. right? Right. And so we're trying to get the intel or information even more so Um, on some of our higher level guys uh, on how they tick, how they operate, where we could place them so that they're putting in them in a situation where they can thrive and do something that they're great at, maybe something that they love doing, which would create a greater impact for the company as a whole, for their life as a whole, for the customer as a whole. And and really the idea is how many people can you put in a win, 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 win situation? You, the, the people that work for you, the customers that do business yeah. with you. And really, that's just where we're at right now. It's it's moved money off to the side. It's more service and impact for us at this point. And yep. we're putting a lot of money back into our businesses in order to actually show that rather than just say that. Um, Have we been perfect? No, has business beat beat the hell out of us many, many times? Absolutely. But we come back fighting. we come back every fucking time stronger. We did every single time. Every time we get our asses handed to us, we know exactly why we'll make the adjustment. We'll come back stronger. You'll see us fight another fucking day. And then we do that every single year over the course of 20 years and you come back stronger. Every single time you're in a battle. Great things are bound to happen.. Yeah. And the ingredient that we have no control over, the ingredient that you guys all listening that you have no control over is time. Mm-hmm. So why don't we forget about all that and just focus on doing all the right things right now? Quit, quit avoiding maybe some areas that you're weak just because it's difficult. Figure out where your actual strengths are. Again, like I said, if I wanted to draw a Mona Lisa, it ain't going to fucking happen. I can try (laughs) to do that for 50 years. There's somebody that can pick up a pen and do it 10 times better without even fucking trying. Like
1: You would become a better artist if you you hired a coach and you put all the time into it, but what did you be like? You know, your brother? Probably not. not he's not naturally gifted happen. there, yeah. and he's already put so much time in there, you know? And so, and I, I don't know, man. It's for like, him to put time
0: there because he's actually so great at he it. He loves it, you know? He loves
1: it. And the yeah. thing is, is, I don't think the... So, the conclusion on the topic is, like, you know, like, should you double down on strengths and not try and improve weaknesses? And it's like, I don't think that's the conclusion. The conclusion is... I think in general doubling down on area. strengths is a hundred percent like a smart thing to do. And, but you don't know what your weaknesses are until you actually do some investigating, some trying, take a personality test, figure some things out. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you hate it just because it's hard, but you actually could like it? Like you do have to explore things and figure it out and you got to be open and willing to try things like the personality test. Yeah. But once you do know and you've, you spend some time getting that data, well then Absolutely. Double down on your strengths, man. Put, put yourself and everybody around you in a better position to win. I, I think
0: what it comes down to is w- the more I'm hearing you kind of talk about it and you're saying personality tests, this, that, the other, like, um, like just because I'm not a good artist doesn't mean I can't learn how to be a good reader. Right. I think in general, Ninety-nine percent of human beings, if they applied themselves, could be a good reader. Yeah. Right. If if ninety-nine percent of people decided that they wanted to become a runner,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they could become a runner. Yeah. If ninety-nine percent of people wanted to become the best artist in the world, crickets. <laughs> yeah. It's there's only going to be a very very small percentage right. that will be able to do that. Right. And so. I think some things in terms of personality, like, are you going to take an introvert and make them the best salesperson in the world? Right. Potentially, maybe, maybe, maybe not though. Yeah. Are you going to take somebody that's outgoing, that's likable, that's has charisma and say, I'm going to per- put this person in a situation where they're going to become the best sales rep? Mm-hmm. I think that individual has a pro- higher probability of success, right, right? right? So there are personality traits that I do think that what you're talking about has a lot of merit. Right. I guess how I was looking at it is more just general things like running or reading. Like, don't label yourself as I'm not a reader right. or I don't listen to podcasts 100%. or I don't, uh, da, da, I don't, da, da, da you can't say that you're not good at something that you've never given full effort to. So if you've never really actually given it time, consistency, and effort, don't say that you're weak there. Everybody's weak in an area that they've given no time, effort, or consistency to everybody. Right. Right. So give it the time, effort, and consistency that it needs to show you the result. Yeah. And if you don't like the result, shift to something else. Or if you don't like the result because you've put in half effort, then put right. in more effort and get a better result. Whatever it is, we, we all just need to be smart enough to start auditing and evaluating self, right. is really what it comes down to, and having true and honest conversations with yourself. Right. Like, it is what it is. Maybe somebody would love to be the best salesperson in the world, but it's more of a fantasy because they're just more introvert or whatever right. it is. And it's just, oh, that would be cool. That's a thought, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I just don't want things to remain a thought. I want people to really give true effort in all areas because that gives them what, more data about self, right? And when you have more data about self, you by default are more what self-aware. Yeah. And if you're more self-aware in the areas that you're great in the areas that you're weak, you by default are becoming a greater individual yeah. because you have more data about you and mm-hmm. you could put yourself in situations where you have higher probabilities of success. When you have the data yeah. about yourself, right. you could remove the areas where you don't perform the best um, from your life and not put yourself in those situations. So try everything, give it honest effort, extract the data. know yeah. more about you, so that you could become great.
1: Absolutely. When you know it's a strength, double down. Yes. But don't double down on a on like don't rule something out that it's a weakness when when you don't actually know, right? Like, but some things you do just know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like yeah. for example, artist. My, like I just said too. Well, yeah. my take my little nephew Andy. Right. Yeah. Love the kid. He'd never be a bodybuilder, no matter how much he wanted to be a bodybuilder, right? Like, genetically, he is a wiry, you know, kid, right? Yeah. Could he be still strong? Could he get stronger? Yes, he could. could he put more muscle on? Could he be a great runner? Like, yeah. But he could never go compete in, like, a bodybuilding competition, you know what I mean? Because no matter how much muscle that kid put on, he could spend 20 years, four workouts a day, eating 40,000 calories a day, whatever it is, right? To become bigger. And his body's only going to do what it's going to do. He's never going to accomplish that. Right? So my whole point of that is like, like, don't double down on trying to be something that you want, but you just know physically and mentally and emotionally everything, you're not going to achieve that. But then if you got a body type, like, I mean, whatever the dudes in our gym, like Jordan and his brother, like they have the stature of the build and everything to, to go and compete in these shows, but they're not going to go be like professional runners. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to lug all that muscle and weight around and, and actually they can go get faster and they can go get better at running and they could go and compete in some things and they probably could, but they're never going to win world championships. Right. So, Mm. you know, like don't rule things out and label things just because you, when you don't know, but when you do know, you're going to get f- so much further in whatever you're trying to accomplish if you double down on things that you actually know are, like, your strengths. Like, genetically, mentally, physically, everything, and right?
0: That's, and that's where the honesty comes in, Has right? To be. Like, yeah, where, you where to you're be. having to have to be really honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Have I given this true effort? Is this something that I could even do if I gave it true effort? And in some cases, we live in a fantasy land, and we want to be this thing that we're really not, yeah. right? And so... It, it, it's it's a tough conversation because yeah. it really s- starts and ends with self awareness. Because yeah. if you're not self aware and you're saying, well, you know what you're good. If somebody's just not self aware because they've been in zombie mode their whole life, I don't know what I'm good at or yeah. I don't know what I'm bad at because you haven't tried shit. Right. Right. So if you don't know what you're good at and you don't know what you're bad at, like start doing more shit right right? that's really what it comes down to you're probably if you say i don't know what i'm good at you could probably take a look at your life and realize well i haven't really done a whole lot of shit so how would i even know what i'm good at because i haven't done enough shit to have the data right right and so put yourself in situ different unique situations so that you can see how you respond how you react uh, and how you perform so that you could figure out what your strengths yeah. are, what your weaknesses well, are, and, and sometimes,
1: And sometimes you do got to just get out of the fucking hamster wheel like this Tim Ferriss dude did and, like, talked about in his book, man. Like, you, you, until you actually just start – getting out of the hamster wheel and looking at things a little differently, you're just going to stay in it. You know, like dude was doing 15 hours a day until he finally hit a point where he's like, I can't do this anymore. He didn't know what his real true strength was. He just knew he wanted to build a business and have financial independence and freedom and success. So he's doing everything right. And like, he really wasn't doing that great. He's barely surviving doing 15 hours a day. But when he finally was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm going to just self whatever detonate. I'm going to explode. What do they call that? When you, like combust I'm going to spontaneously combust Combust, (laughs) but uh basically when he finally got to the point where he's like I'm just gonna delegate everything else and and only do this one thing I know I'm good at like that's when everything changed for him but he had to get off the hamster wheel in order to do it and so that's what everybody needs to kind of do sometimes is like get out of the weeds delegate some things so you can actually have time to discover what it is you love enjoy and you're good at then you can start doubling down on it
0: yeah when you when you hate your situation enough like he did he was willing to do an extreme change. And when he made an extreme change, he saw extreme changes. Yeah. Right. And so I just think people are scared t- for the extreme. Um, people conform a little too easily. Um, people let their, their emotions yeah. yeah get the best of them a little too much. Um, yeah, but when you're finally fed up, you don't give a fuck what happens right? and you'll rip the bandaid off and s- live with the result. Once you're okay living with whatever else the other result is, mm-hmm. as long as it's not the result that you're currently sitting in, then you'll make the change. And usually it's not as bad as what you thought it was going to be. Right. Um, and so everybody listening to this has a change that needs to be made. I know I have changes that I still need to make. Always. Kel has changes he needs Ever. to make. Everybody has changes. We're, we're always a work in progress. So ask yourself this question, what's one thing that I need to remove What's one thing that I could change right now that I know would, would serve me, would serve my family mm-hmm. would, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter how big or small, yeah. it doesn't matter how yeah. big or small. It just matters that you take some form of action. Yeah. I um, still
1: have an emailed Kelly about doing our personality test. I'm going to do it when we get done. Yeah, with this. Right podcast. when we
0: get done do yeah. it. Yeah. We, we, well, we talked about that yesterday or two days. Ago. I mean, it yeah. wasn't yeah. It was very, very recent.
1: No, but, I think it'd be good. Um, if at least eight, 10 of us at the top. We need yeah, to do it.
0: I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Let's do it. No doubt. So, Guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. I thought it was pretty good and we look pretty cool. I like it. I
1: like it where it's like uh, we're kinda we're not like there's no right or wrong answer, we're just picking something apart to kinda come what's a conclusion? Like you know what I yeah, mean? It's kinda cool.
0: Yeah, uh, we we said how it's right <laughs> and wrong. So we'll let you guys <laughs> determine. You know, can some can the same thing be right and wrong? Yeah, you know, I, I think so. I, I think so. Uh, I think that's what my therapist used kind of to, to say. It.
1: There's no right or wrong answer. You just have to
0: it's just yeah. an answer. Yeah. Thank you. Just gonna make a move, man. <laughs> <laughs> so keep kicking ass, guys. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.